Ask the GM's podcast, episode 11, the AD&D classic Tomb of Horrors, and not the prostitute kind. This is Zach from Ask the GM's podcast. I love talking about RPGs and board games, and I want to thank all our listeners for joining us. I'm going to hand us off to RC. Howdy, everybody. I'm glad to be back here and talking about one of the legendary dungeons. Uh, pass it off to Brian. Hey everybody, I'm Brian. I'm your uh, resident dryad for D&D, I suppose. Um, yeah. And I will pass it to Ian. Hello everyone, Ian Harper here. Uh, yeah, Tomb of Horrors. What, what can, what, what can be said about it that hasn't already been said? Uh, I think that's everyone. Oh, passing it off to Lindsay. Lindsay's here. Thanks, Ian. Oh, wow. Damn, Ian. bro. See, yeah. see, I bet you thought I bet you thought I did that on accident. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> I did. You got me. You yeah. got me, Ian. I totally got you. Oh, my heart broke for like a second. I yeah, but you got special, Ian. Yeah, but you got better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I guess I'm already better. Uh, hi everyone, I'm Lindsay, um, and uh, I am a relative newbie to TT and RPGs. I've only been playing for about five or six years now, but I'm happy to be hanging out with you guys again. Thank you. Brian, you want to lead that shout out? I do. I'd like to uh, shout out, as always, to Cape Fear Games and Sideboard. Uh, awesome place with great people, full of knowledge, and definitely happy to help. Um, I also want to do a, um, a shout out to uh sean and pierce um sean led an awesome stormbreaker group uh this uh this last tuesday and pierce joined in also another good rp -er. so hopefully we get to play with them again soon and not to be a dick brian it's storm ringer not breaker <laughs> i'm sorry wow. I'm, I, I i also got dryad wrong i'm a druid not a dryad you, you got trolled like face to face Okay, well, tonight's topic is the legendary Gygax module, Tomb of Horrors. Uh, widely considered by one a punishment, he, Gygax was known to keep it in his briefcase, and anyone wanted to talk about smack about D&D, how my character is unbeatable, and I beat Thor, and I beat Elric, I can beat anything you got, Gygax. He would just crack open his little briefcase, run him through there, and apparently they would go home screaming and crying, leaving their character sheet there. What's everyone's initial impressions based on what they know now or what they've heard of Tomb of Horrors? Start with Brian. Uh, it's it's horrific. Um, I know that it's got some popular cult culture references in Ready Player One. Maybe not the movie, but more the book. I know it's in the movie too, but um, other than that, from my reading, I know there's a lot of fake doors and pitfalls, and it's horrific in general. And Lindsay. Um, what I know, I mean, it's what I know, uh, and you've talked to me about it a lot, Zach, specifically, but it's a very, uh, it's really just make sure you bring a stack of characters because you're going to go through them. <laughs> so, because that's what it's there for. And RC. I, I've heard that it's one of the great, great inspiration for trap dungeons, um, which you know, it, it's something that's kind of fallen out of fashion in modern D&D, but hopefully we can bring it back one day. Yeah, RC, that's what I like about it, is the, the puzzle, the, the, the problem-solving, critical-thinking, puzzle-solving aspect of, of this particular dungeon uh, makes it very memorable and a lot of replayability. Um, Zach, I know you own it. How 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 many times do you think you've run it or run through it? I mean, it's got a lot of replayability. I've ran it three or four times. I try to do it either once a year or every other year. It's fun. It's fun to just test your ability as a player versus your character because that's the design of the of of the dungeon. It is not designed to like, test the character. It's designed to test the person playing. Yeah, I think that's what's the. I think that's the best aspect about it. I agree with you. And Ian, would you like to le read uh, Gary Gygax's little note about Tomb of Horrors? Yes, His absolutely. Letter. Absolutely. This is uh, uh, a letter that Zach found uh, an image from, and I'm going to read a little passage. It's from here. the intro of Return to Tomb of Horrors. Oh, this is oh, this is from the intro. Okay, cool. Right on. 
<clears throat> All right. So this is from, uh, quote, Gary Gygax, quoting here. Had I been mean and cruel, I would have required participants to hand over their character sheets upon demise of a PC, torn them up, and then smiled wickedly as I asked for their name and address of their DMs so as to pass on the news of the sad loss. But I am a very kind at heart. Pretty much sums it up. Pretty much sums it up. Leading to what everyone says, who hurt you, Gary? Who hurt you? <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> hurt you. Turns out it was his players. Like DMs everywhere. Mm-hmm. Who made you break and run the uh, the suicide the suicide campaign? The death dungeon, yeah. <laughs> the death dungeon. I love that. I'm going to start calling it the death dungeon. I like that better. You're welcome. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> so in addition to being famous for its notorious ability to kill characters and send them home crying, it's one of the few dungeons that has, that has appeared in basically every edition. There are actually two fourth edition versions, a fifth edition version that appears in Tales of the Yawning Portal. There's a 3.51, and of course, second edition has returned to Tomb of Horrors, where, hey, guess what? You have to go through it twice. Oh, that's... <laughs> because <laughs> it's a, that makes it twice as nice. And if I'm mistaken, it resets the second time. No, you have to return, and then you go to basically a demi plane that's right outside the negative energy plane, and then fight like a Baylor and all these rites, and eventually actual Sirak. So te- technically, it turns out the Tomb of Horrors is just like his foyer. Cool. Yeah, it's it's not even hard. That's 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 where like he stores his packages from Amazon. Yeah, that's just yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the vestibule at the office. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's it's the welcome mat. Yeah, you do all this climbing and you're climbing Everest and all the wind and hairs and there's jetties and crap. And you get up there, it's like, no, this is just the lobby, man. You got you, you got 85 more floors of this. Do you have an appointment? Oh, you made it up the 1,000 steps. Get ready for the 2,000 steps straight into hell. <laughs> I'm already out of breath, guys. Like, this is this is already a slog. I can't imagine, like, making this a campaign. Luckily, I think a lot of people run it as, you know, tournament style, but you know, I, I will willingly do it regardless. Yeah, no, this this is not for a beloved character. This is for just roll up some randos and throw them in there. This is definitely a character killer. It would be fun to run as a bunch of like level five and under characters. Like I think that Roland I think that like rolling for your character level and then just sending these idiots into the dungeon all at the same time would be a great way to learn who really understands how traps work and who is literally just a meathead. Everybody rolls up rogues. What are you well, talking about? I'm going to do it as a barbarian and totally survive. I just, just rage, rage the entire time. Yeah. Just an intelligence of like five <laughs> just go whoa, whoa whoa if if he can see the trap he gets less damage from it but what if it's idiot guys and he's already an idiot well, he he's idiot? winning hell yeah <laughs> now rc when we played last we did the white well of elephant artifact exchanged what do you think about that <sighs> i thought it was a really great way to be like okay Here's your dumb, dumb characters. Let's give them some crazy items and just see how it goes. What all did we end up with? The Pogo Agogo. Uh, the Unluck Stone. I don't think it's what it's called, but... It, it's the Ill Luck Stone. It gives you a minus one and everything. We got a special sword, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, there was, there was a Flame Tongue. There was Black Razor, but no one picked that one. There was a Ring. The Ring of Unicorn Friendship. Yep. The Temple of Elemental Evil. Please tell me someone took that. Somebody ended up with it, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. It has the magical ability, Lindsay, of... Uh, makes you friends to all unicorns. That's it. That's a clutch power. That's it's a legendary I mean, item. How could you lose? You can't lose. Yeah, who doesn't want to be friends with all the unicorns? It also breaks if you're ever mean to a unicorn. As it should. That seems fitting. So yeah, 
everyone got that. And then I gave them a variety of random items that were actually really useful. I gave them uh, the super bouncy ball. It's just a super bouncy ball. It just bounces. Can it trigger get, traps? Uh, certain types of traps. Ooh. Uh, I gave them chalk. Uh, I gave them a Simon. We're going to come back to the Simon. And I do mean the toy. Zach, did you give them the 10-foot pole? You gave us the 10-foot pole when you ran it. They got an, a, a collapsible 11-foot pole. Nice. One pole. Uh, a whole bunch of daggers. I think I gave you something else, too. Oh, a, a, jewel, a jeweler's cloth. Interesting. Yep. That, that's an interesting pick. Those were all items that technically will help you get further in the dungeon, even though they sound insane. And our little run-through... Had a had a uh, had an added negative character playing along with everybody else. Uh, was was Greg there? There were uh, several Gregs. Several Gregs. There's more than one. <laughs> there were a plethora of Gregs. There's more than one. Well, we have to get them all. So, and I don't think RC was referencing a Greg in this particular instance. No, no, there were some Gregs there, but you're correct. He was referencing himself. <laughs> I was referencing. The intellect devourer that worshipped a Therak and was waiting to kill the party. I, I like that plan. Because there wasn't enough horrors in the Tomb of Horrors. That absolutely checks out. Isn't the real horror the friends you made along the way? The friends <laughs> no, you lived in no, The real horror is the friends you lost along the way. Unless they were Greg's. Okay, yeah, I stand corrected. <laughs> Big big old uh, sticky note. Don't d- don't want found. Don't return. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> There's an alien brain you can dissect here. What happened? Well, the DM just opened the car door and put us out here and said and threw a ball and said go go catch and never came back. Oh. He went to get milk and he never came back. <laughs> <laughs> he went to get a pack of Newports. <laughs> <laughs> I think he skipped down. Well, he's not coming back. He found a better group. RC, would you like to read the intro description to the Tomb of Horrors? I would love to. Let's let's all put on our Wayback Playback machine. The Tomb of Horrors! Somewhere under a lost and lonely hill of grim and foreboding aspects lies a labyrinthian crypt. It is filled with terrible traps and not a few... Strange and ferocious to slay the unwary. Few strange and ferocious monsters to slay the unwary. It is filled with rich treasures, both precious and magical. But in addition to the aforementioned guardians, there is said to be a demi-lich who still wards his final haunt. I will skip the quotation marks because the players aren't going to know this. Accounts relate that it is Quite unlikely that any adventurers will ever find the chamber where the Demi-Lich Deserac lingers. For the passages and rooms of the tomb are fraught with terrible traps, poisonous gases, and, imag- and magical protections. Furthermore, the Demi-Lich has so well hidden his lair that even those who avoid the pitfalls will not likely be able to locate their true goal. So only large and well-prepared parties of the bravest and strongest should even consider the attempt. And if they do locate the tomb, they must prepare to fail. Any expedition must be composed of characters of high level and varied class. They must have magical protections and weapons to equip themselves with every sort of device possible to ensure their survival. Thank you, RC. Lindsay, what's a demi-lich? What is a demi-lich? What's a demi-lich? Uh, well, a lich is, uh, isn't it a, um, an undead sorcerer or something like that? That's what a lich is, but what's a demi-lich? Isn't it, uh, a lich who has reached, like, a demigod status? Correct. Technically, in terms of, like, uh, vocabulary, it just means small, but it is a lich that has ascended past lichdom. Ascended past, okay, gotcha. The important part of that question was, this is where demi-liches come from. They did oh, not cool. exist before this module. So Asirak is the OG Demulich. That's why he's the scariest and uh, most impressive, most dangerous. 
he's an extra lich. You know, he's just guy gags me like you die. That's the. It's definitely the product of a DM getting mad at their group. Oh, you think you're going to be smart? I'll just I'll, I'll I'll figure it out. I got something for you. Speaking of that, uh, there are three entrances to the tomb of horrors. Two of them are fake. Yep, they sure are. Shocking. Yep. One has fake doors with rocks that fall on top of you. Hence, rocks fall and the party dies. Yep. Another one has uh, an angled uh, walkway where you walk in and this big, like, you know, 40, 400 pound slab of concrete comes and slides in and locks locks in place after you walk behind it. So unless you have, you know, like move earth or like earth to stone or whatever, you're there forever. Yeah, Zach, I, I, uh, the first time I ran through this campaign when I was, I think it was 16 or 17, this is the late 90s, uh, we went in through the Rockfall entrance, the really small entrance, and yeah, two casualties right off the bat. Yeah, but that's an important thing. Like, what what is the purpose of the tomb? It's literally a Venus flytrap. It's literally designed to consume the souls of all the images that come in there. So Sarek's like, om nom 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 nom. I'm off exploring the secret of the universe, but your souls will fill my phylactery. But when you're done on this horrible, desolate hill with vines and shit and find the actual entrance, you have basically have a hundred foot ha- hallway of mosaic stone. So basically stone that's like uh, concreted over. And it's got this wavy red path. It's like, ooh, what's that mean? And depending on the addition of D&D, you either have to stare at it for a while or make an investigation or arcana check. And it gives you the secrets of the tomb. Ooh. Or basically a Cyrex ser- a just ta- taunting yeah, you. Yeah, I was going to say that. That's basically just magical graffiti. It says, A Cyrex congratulates you on your powers of observation. So make of this whatever you wish. For you will be mine in the end no matter what. Go back to the Tormentor or through the arch and the second great hall you will discover. Shun green if you can and night's good color are of great value. If shades of red for stand for blood, the wise need not sacrifice an aught but a loop of magic metal, and you'll be well along your march. Two pits along the way shall be found to lead to a fortuitous fall, so check the wall. These keys, and most important of all, those that are keyed, will help you move forward. The Iron Man of Grim Visage do more than meets the eye. You've left and left and found my tomb, and now your soul will die. That's pretty much all the hints you get. And that's all in that first hallway. Yeah. No, no, Lindsay. There's also the great addition of about eight or nine poison spike pit traps. Okay, cool. Yeah. Was this the hallway that a Greg got thrown down? Yes. This was No, 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 no. no this was he got thrown in the he he got thrown down the one you were talking about with the rock oh, fall. Oh, that's right. You're right. Rob threw Rob threw him down that that's one. That's right. He did. <laughs> great. Well, he he was he was doing something that Rob does not like. It's like the number one thing Rob doesn't like. Waffling, wasting, wasting time. time. Yeah, waffling. Yeah, waffling. Yep. Just just so, lollygagging. If the party fully explores the the safe question mark or you know parentheses <laughs> hallway in addition to poison pike spit traps if they peel back one of the walls they find a hidden door but you got to peel off like the plaster so no one's going to do that uh you can jump into the famous green devil face that has a sphere of annihilation inside of it that's one of my favorite With- rooms which we have talked about what happens whenever someone crawls into the sphere of annihilation, is that once your head is gone, you pretty much just flop over dead. So hopefully everybody else gets the hint that they shouldn't go in. Does anyone want to explain what a sphere of annihilation does? Um, it, it, it takes you to the where all roads end, but no road... I mean, there's no road, so you're just gone? Yeah, you're, you're just yeah. gone. It's like a magical black hole. Yep. It just consumes you. No resurrection, no raised dead, nothing like that. 
I mean, your soul's destroyed, yeah, you, so there's nothing You're just there. erased from existence. Now, if the players get to the end of the hallway, there's an archway, and the archway has, like, three stones on it, and they light up. And that's where that Simon comes in, because if you play Simon and you hit the colored things in the right order, you're allowed to teleport further into the tomb. I thought that was clever, Zach, when, when you ran us through that dungeon with, uh, with Greg and Rob. Um, I thought that was clever doing the Simon. No one had ever done that uh, before. You were the first person I've, I know to do that. Well, I've learned through lessons that sometimes you have to give your players, like, you have to beat them with the hint. Oh. Oh. Now, the chalk and the pole, that, that kind of thing, that's, that's classic. But, like, the Simon, I thought that was very clever. And it will teleport you to a three armed gargoyle with a. And its fourth arm is on the ground. And eventually you have to find another gargoyle. But this one has the jeweled necklace and you can fight it. But what does that mean, Zach? It means you got to take the necklace to the other gargoyle, crush all the gems, and then the fourth hand will have an invisibly painted gem in it. But you'd have to know to check for it because it's invisible. Because Gary Gygax says you suck. Because Gary Gygax says fuck yeah, you. He does that <laughs> in why. everything. There, there's always something there that you're never going to find. Like the, <laughs> here's, the, here's this gem of basically true sight. It's going to appear, and it's you're gonna the the statue has magic mouth, but I'm gonna coat it in invisible paint. What the fuck, man? Fuck, Gary. <laughs> it, dude, Zach, it's like it's like the vampire in Temple of Elemental Evil. Like seriously, really. Uh, speaking of which, Brian and uh, RC missed that. It was like, oh, it's not a vampire. It's a guy in a sleeping spell. Yeah, hey guys, Gary, no one's going to check the staked vampire and like move it around because they think it's dead. <laughs> it's just like, oh, so why do you do these things? <laughs> yep, totally missed that. I, I mean, like, maybe I'm a bad player. I don't know. But like, yeah, missed that. And there's no way that I would have figured out to get around any of these traps to even get to the, you know, the mouth of obliteration or no I, I wouldn't have even got i would have relied on my other like party members to get me there i wouldn't have gotten anywhere near this well after you figure out how to get the gym of true scene which i've had to have reset that dungeon twice because of that because people are like what do i do with the necklace it's like okay i put a couple gems well it only smashed three of them and nothing else happens because like apparently no one adds up it's like oh you got to smash all of them oh that doesn't make a lot of sense, Gary. There's not a lot of signposting there. Oh, Gary. And, th- and the then loot. you can... like you want to keep the loot. Right? Yeah, no, they're like they're like ten thousand dollar gems or like a thousand dollar gems. They're, yeah, they're you're, not, cr- you're not crying nothing. when you're breaking these things. Which was Gary's plan all exactly. along. I mean, is anybody surprised? It's Gary. And then you find the first two actual doors. And when you retardedly open them, they're full of spears. Fuck them doors. That's totally what should be behind a door <laughs> is some spears. Just yeah. Spears. Just, Not just even spears. an entrance, just spears. Well, they, 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 shoot, they, shoot, they shoot at you, but yeah. Yeah, they shoot out. Oh, cool. Great. Good, I was worried. I was worried that they didn't You get shoot better. Out. I'm glad. You do. get better. Could, could the spears be shot out like they were thrown? Can you throw a spear? It's like a launcher. Yeah, you could throw a spear. Lindsay, we had we had the discussion. No, stop, Lindsay. No. In fact, in fact, I had to get up from the table when asked to confirm with five other adults and my his and, and a history major that spears can be thrown. I think it's great that a history major was involved there. I didn't know that part of the story. Oh my god, Lindsay, I hate I hate that you brought that up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you guys. We love you, Lindsay. At the end of this hallway, it's another one of the Simon things. But when you ever hit the stones, it it doesn't light up. Okay, well, let's go through the Simon portal. Bloop, 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 bloop. And you know what you win, Lindsay? Do you know what you win? Death. No, you win being naked and being teleported to the entrance of the dungeon. Everybody. uh, What? Everybody. (laughs) They start crying. Dude. No, they start crying it's when like, they lose their gear. It's like naked and alone, yeah. but in a dungeon. Well, no, because you've got players, inevitably, that have all this magical gear, 
and they lose it all and they're crying. And that's what Gary wants to RC's point. A certain Greg had <laughs> uh, robes of the Magi and cried for 40 yes. minutes when, yes. when, when they lost those and their spell books. Yes. Had, to, had to pull out the stopwatch on that one. As a wizard, like we, we had to stop and go order pizza and like that pizza had to be made and picked up. He had to eat his feelings. I mean, he got some slices, but like the pizza was for us. I mean, the spirit, he had to feed the spirit of Gary Gagax with his tears. Gary Gagax is like, I drink them up. So what we're saying is Gary is a Syrac and the tears are the souls. Yes, I think that's really what I I think that's really. I think think you cracked it, Lindsay. That that sounds like you you cracked it. Mm -hmm. I went to my fours, guys. (laughs) Yep. And then. After you crawl through some random tunnels in the wall that are hidden behind illusions, got to use that seeing gem once again, including one that specifically requires it. So you have to find it to, to like continue. You find a chapel, but it's like full of like, like a good aura, you know, not what you expect in like Lich Town. And if you go to the chapel and start casting identified stuff, it, it casts lightning bolt and fireball on you. Punishment for trying to do the right thing. Yeah, it, it, it's like it's like the ruin, the uh, temple of elemental yeah. evil, where it's like, ooh, this is this is a shrine to the good god, and only the good people can do this. Give us your equipment, Brian. That totally checks out. Damn werewolves. <laughs> to be fair, they were real dicks. They're like it's it's a good shrine to Ayus. Wait, wait, to who? Ayus is like you. You want to sell the, sell it to me? Good Ayus, like. Yeah, I have this little chart of good gods. His ass ain't on it. Well. And then after you go through the chapel, hey, look, guys, it's another one of those Simon doors. Hmm, Gary, the first one was good. The second one was bad. It's got a get dead guy in front of it pointing to it. How bad could it be? Yeah, it's fine. everything's fine. So, everything's fine. <laughs> should the party elect to explore... The third of, I think there's two more of them. The third of the teleport uh, arches. Uh, once again, naked. Once again, the very front of the dungeon. So you got to do the whole thing over again. Your gender and alignment switches. Great. What? What? That's so good becomes awesome. evil. Chaos becomes law. Yeah. And, and which, interestingly enough, in the three times that I've run, I've played this, I never got this far. So it's the Borax kid on crack. Oh, if you start going through it too many times, it just gives you psychic damage. Yeah. And then, you know, trying to go forward, you find this cool, like, Chester Trest room. Hey, look, they're all trapped. Expect that, though. That's kind of normal, yeah, right? pretty normal. The best trap is the chest that you open up, and it's got a glass box in it, and inside's a ring of protection. And But the box is glued to the to the floor of of the wooden box, the chest. And when you pull it up, it shoots arrows at you. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> right, of course. Because you really want that ring, don't you? You really want it. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, the better part is like the little glass box. It's like a crystal box. So the, the crystal box, like the little crystal thing is worth $1,000. Gotta have that ring. You do, because in the chapel, there's a, there's a hole in the wall, the opposite side of the, of the portal, you know, because we're going to randomly look at holes in the wall. You put a ring in there, and it destroys it out of recognition. Initiate and usability, but then it opens up the later part of the dungeon. Congrats, Gary. Thanks for giving me that ring just to have us break it. Again, our, uh, RC mentioned it before. That's He, he wants to catch your tears in a little jar. Yeah. It's like uh, Sarek wants to catch your soul. <laughs> it's sustenance. He has to have it. And then, hey, let's do some repetition. It's a door and then a pit trap and then another door and a pit trap and a door and a third pit trap. Like in succession. Like door, pit trap, 10 feet, door, pit trap, 10 feet. Totally thought, thought there was four pit traps there, but I guess three is enough. Three's the yeah. golden number. Yeah. <laughs> it's not enough. I like the running gags. Like, how, what's the right number? They'll never expect the 17th poison pit trap. Yeah, you know, you're right. I, I didn't expect no the one, 17th. No one, ever, no one ever expects no, the 17th pit trap. Not happening. Much like the Spanish Inquisition. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> and if, unfortunately, the last pit trap, that's the one that has the hidden trap door in the bottom of it. So you have to fall down there and find that to actually move forward. 
that's the only way to move forward. Because, <laughs> you know, you're not avoiding these anymore because you haven't been bombarded with like another 12 or 13 of them. Oh, that's the one that has something in it. I wonder why we ignored it. Oh, yeah, because we only had like 17 before this one. Yeah, if you keep on going down the hallway, you're like, oh, man, do you hear a party? Sounds like it's a good, a good time. That's really weird and like not fitting for Lich Town. And you run forward and you keep on running forward and you basically run on a seesaw. Except for the seesaw just tips you into lava. Yes. I, and you I, die. It's, it's no damage, you just die. Yeah. There is damage. Uh, yeah, it's death. Yeah. It's, a, it's a death amount fatal. of damage. It just says fatal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's later. So after you correctly crawl through the poison sp- spike pit trap, because once again, you have to carefully crawl down there, too, and I get poked. Of yeah. Uh, you go down a hallway and open another secret door. And if you meet, if you miss the immediate secret door to your right and not cast a spell magic or not, guess what? You're losing this adventure. Thanks, Gary. Explain. So as soon as you crawl out of, the, out of the weird tunnel you found, there's an immediate secret door to your right. And that's like the only way forward. If you go south and to the left, you actually find the Lich's tomb. Ooh. And there's a big, scary Lich. That's Ooh. not a Lich. It's a scary lich. It's not a dimmy lich, though. All liches are scary. And you, it's got some fear gas in front of it. Spooky. And it's got some webs you got to burn away. Like, you specifically can only burn them away. Nothing else will, like, get rid of them. And you get in there, and, Lindsay, there's a holy mace. And if you pick it up and start wailing on a Syrac, he crumbles to dust and dies. And you win, right? Well, like, the whole tomb starts shaking and crumbling like it's Indiana Jones. Like motivating you to leave. Guess what? This is all a trap. It's all an illusion. Yeah. It's all fake. Yeah, yeah. And as a DM, like after you do that, you're supposed to just close the book and be like, "See, player is not very hard, is it?" Also, turn in your character sheets. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about that false ending there, Lindsay? Awesome. <laughs> I love it. I actually love it. Guess the tube's not so hard, suckers. It's so fitting for Gary. It's so fitting and and just it's predictable if you think about it. But continuing on the cavalcade of bullshit, because <laughs> this this is where like the dungeon stops yeah. getting nice. It wasn't it wasn't nice to begin with, but here's where it just like, oh like turns. It, it just turns worse. It just turns on like, hey, you know what's fucking retarded? You keep on going. Yeah, definitely never got this far. Definitely never have seen past this. So there's a there's a mummy preparation room. Great. And it has it, it has three cauldrons. This is where I joined in, by the way. Yeah, you relate the first session. And one of them just has water. It just has water. One of them has acid and one of them has an ochre jelly. And two of them have half of a key that you have to get and put together. Now we'll say that our method for retrieving those keys was Fantastic. Please tell me that one of the keys is in the acid, please. That's it is. What the ochre gel? Well, what is in the water? Is. What is in the acid? Well, the, the thing about the water, it's not even, it's like dirty dishwater. It's not even clean water. It has like a Cyrex leftover socks from like 18,000 years I ago. I thought you were going to say toilet water. <laughs> Have you ever seen what a lich makes in an afternoon? So yeah, you get the key, you're going to need it, and you go down a flight of stairs. And Lindsay, guess what? You find the ultimate pit trap. It's 20 feet long. Filled of poison spikes. And here's the best part. The last two feet will fall down on you and put you back in the pit. So technically it's 22 feet. (laughs) I think that's brilliant. If I understand it correctly, if I understand that correctly, that's yeah. The, the, it's the last two feet of the trap. Ha ha! Got you, Gary. Just walk through your dumbass. Oh god damn it! I fell back in. <laughs> no wonder uh... Gary Gygax's wife left him. So I, I don't. I don't want to be rude, but uh, it sounds like uh, Gary is a bit of a sadist. Uh sir. He he is a. Uh... Oh, what are they? They knock on your door all the time. 
A Jehovah's Witness? Yeah, he's a Jehovah's Witness. Oh no, no, I, I don't mean religion-wise. I mean like, um, as in the. Uh, oh no, he's, he's ass. Um. Again, as uh, well, I'll I'll we'll play it. We'll play um association game. Um, leather and um chains. Um. Ooh. Uh, whips. There's a, there's a it's a four letter uh, acronym. Um, and he is the S in that four. Oh, acronym. so he, he's a different type of dungeon master. <laughs> he's a different type of dungeon master. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. That, that, that's exactly what this sounds like. It just it, it sounds like you need to play with a bunch of masochists. Yeah, basically. Gary was specifically on the dishing end and not the receiving end. Yes. So, <laughs> Lindsay, you know how secret doors are fun and you need that gem? It's going to come up again. Of course. So you go in this room and it's like a lounge. And it's got tapestries on the wall. And the fun thing is, on, a, on initiative count uh, 10, the whole room just shakes around like it's on a weeble wobble. It's like the floor is that level. Mm-hmm. So it just tosses you around. And if you happen to fall into the tapestries and pull them down, they turn into green slime. <laughs> Ian, would you like to explain how deadly green slime um, used to be? I mean, it basically just like consumes you. It's, it's yeah. And, and is that also Zach? Is that also the one that multiplies when you attack it? It becomes, it starts splitting into multiple entities. No, the green slime just covers you, and you become green oh, slime. Oh, that's the one that. Oh, yep. Yep, ball dropped there on my part. Not a problem. And here's the best part: is if you burn the tapestries and said it turns into brown mold, which is which is yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah, I was gonna say that's just as bad. That's bad. I just like how it gets you coming and going. Oh, you tore them down. It's green slime. You burn them. Oh, it's brown mold. Screw you. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for coming. Get stuffed. And the only visible way out of this room, minus the secret door you walked in. Guess what? It's another fake door that launches a spear at you. Because guess what, dude? If the brown mold didn't kill you, the spear will, right? You have to find the hidden door that's under one of the tapestries. You know what? (laughs) Under. Listen. I like that. (laughs) Guess, Lindsay? (sighs) (sighs) Fucking Gary. Is, so, guys, is Gary what? officially a Greg? Yeah. Yeah. I think Gary was surrounded by Gregs, and that's why he yeah. created yeah, That's there. better, yeah. Gary, Gary, yeah. Gary, Gary, Gary suffered. Gary suffered yes, the first Gregs. There it is. We solved it. We solved another riddle. That's number two. That's number two. So you crawl out of the tipsy tobby room, and you get to your first T intersection. One of the only, probably the only one in the whole dungeon. And at the center of this T intersection, you know what it is? Oh, it's another poison pit trap. Good thing we have to jump, or, jump across it multiple times. Because you won't figure out which door is the right door, yeah. regardless of which one you go to. So if you go to the south one, it's another fake door that shoots a spear at you. Thanks for playing. If you go to the east one, you got to jump over another poison spike pit trap eventually. You know, not running out of those yet. And eventually you run into... A cave through full of green and gold mist. It's idiot gas. That's the. It literally that's ca- the idiot gas chamber. It, yep, it literally it's literally the enfeeblement spell as a gas. Your intelligence oh. is one. That's rough. Oh, yeah, that's nasty. that's that's no good. Oh, that's a nasty. You get any exact? Do you get any and kind you of save? How, you get anything? You do get an initial okay. save against it. It's just the one. It's just the one. If you fail it the one time, you, you suffer it. You're done. So you basically you're, turn in your character oh, sheet. Let's see. Well, no, no, no. There's a way to cure it. You have to go outside and breathe air, natural air outside of the tomb. With a one intelligence. You have to get out. Oh, okay. You just have to, you yeah, have to you get just out have to get with get a out. one intelligence. Yeah, yeah that's, that's happening. And redo all the things that reset again, which means you have to find another magic ring. And in this room, after you somehow like didn't suffer the gas, there's a, there's a a siren, and she's nice. She can only answer basic questions, and she has two bags in front of her. And if you take one of the bags, the other bag disappears, and so does the siren. So the trick is, you're just supposed to free the siren. What does she do? Nothing. She's just trapped there, and it's a big joke for a Syrac. Wow, I, I was I was expecting something. 
Yeah, and that's like saying you're expecting to like get well, through this dungeon. Well, I mean, that's, that's basically like, oh, thanks for doing the good deed. Now get stuffed, get out of here. <laughs> Make your save again. So what you have to do is go north of the T-intersection, and you have to open the fake door. But this one doesn't shoot a spear. It just falls on you like oh, it's made of plywood. <laughs> well, there was a door. Oh, no. After the fake door, you have to check the wall that was on, and behind that is a secret door. It looks like it's a path, Zach. Is it like a secret path through the wall? We're, we're oh. going to get to that. And if you if you go through the secret door and you keep on going, you have to survive knockout gas. How many saves? Uh, it, it depends. There's one and then some initial follow-ups per minute. And then there's a little box in the north to that that has a juggernaut in it. It's literally just a big steamroller. It literally just steamrolls. <laughs> and it's okay. It doesn't have stats, so you just die. So there's no way to stop it? You have to like not pass out and like back up from it. It has no stats. You just die. <laughs> I love that. No, it has You're no dead. stats. What you're supposed to do is after the door that falls on you and you open the secret door in the wall, you're supposed to stop, turn to the left of the new area you're in, so you know, two feet forward, look on the floor, and there's a secret door there you have to open. Oh. I would have never thought of that. I don't think anyone would have figured that. It's like, oh yeah, when you go to the bank vault, you put your key in, and then you get your fingerprints scanned, and then we move the vault over, and you go down a flight of stairs, and you're literally next door, and they just give you your money. That happened to me once. What? Yeah, they just send you next door. <laughs> if you don't find the trap door, yeah. what? Yep. And then after you crawl through the little secret door out of that secret door alley, you come to a door made of anti-antime, you know, the big indestructible metal, and you have to have three daggers to open it. And if you don't have three daggers, you can't open it. Any daggers? Just three random daggers? Anything? Just three daggers. Otherwise, you got to leave and do the whole thing again. <laughs> Hold that thought. i got to go get some daggers. Oh, that's why, as a DM, I give each player three daggers. Then you enter the biggest room in the whole tomb. It's got a whole bunch of pillars. If you happen to touch a pillar or your sword touches a pillar, guess what? You're levitating now. It's the Willy Wonka room. Oh, that's it's what all the, the circles room. are. The okay, all, they're just pillars everywhere. Okay. Yep, they're rainbow colored, and if you touch them, you start levitating, and it starts dragging you to some of those green devil masks mouse we saw earlier, the ones that annihilate you. Up in the is top that what there's two the of them? Is that yeah. what that is, two of those? There's What's the thing in the center? It's just the center of the room. No, the, the 27. 25. No, the 27. Or do you mean... Oh, that's a door uh, okay, to a new hallway. Uh, I'm jumping ahead, sorry. And so to remove the spell, someone has to get to the dais to the south and they can put on this cool looking crown. Sure, it's not cursed or totally nothing. wear it. You should. You can, and it teaches you the spell to stop people from levitating. I feel like it does more. Tell us more. Uh, it also lets you see in the dark in the tomb. By the way, I'm very specific in the tomb. You also can't take it off. Yeah, that's. I feel that. like that was a really like important footnote, RC. Seriously, <laughs> dude. Well, well, if you were wearing a helmet, uh, you're not now. And if you go to the two like ante rooms, the little, two little tiny rooms, uh, one has a mummy lord. That's all. Just just a mummy lord. And and just to be an actual dick, it has a ring of fire resistance. Wow. On. So the one thing wow. that it's weak to. Nothing. Dude. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't have any spells, but that's not going to stop him from literally kicking the crap out of you. <laughs> oh, you ready for the mummy? Not if he's got you fire resistance. I'm not surprised. I'm just slightly disappointed. So was Gary. That you were given a chance. The room to the far south, that's the 27 you were talking about, Ian. It's where people get trapped. Like they basically get thrown in there. It's the room of last resort. You basically get like a puddle of water. The ante, the room right before it, the little hallway, is full of living uh, weapons on the wall. And they try to like stab you and stuff. Like, mm hmm. And the list of spells that affect them is very limited. Like, fireball doesn't work. They give you a very what exact about, like, list lightning? of spells. Like, that something like, because they're metal, maybe. Uh, give me a second. I'll 
Good oh, for Zach, you, you don't have small to do fountain. That. I have it right here. Repulsion, heat metal, transmute metal to wood, disintegrate. Disintegrate, that checks out. Disintegrate. That's one of my favorite spells. It's a good one. That's a it's nasty very one. useful. It's not just an it attack spell. One. It's useful for other stuff. Well, eventually you get to the dais. In addition to the crown there, there's a rod. And one end is gold and one is the silver. And the person wearing the crown innately knows that the rod will help them remove the crown. And if you touch the wrong end, you turn into fetid powder and die. Great. You cannot be returned even with a wish spell. Thanks for playing. That's just wow. very... Oh. And by the way... The, the crown only tells you that you need the rod, not which end. So 50 50. I, I, I picked up on that. And if you touch the rod to the throne, it actually sneaks in the floor and you get to the further part of this dungeon because we left, no, we left normal a long time ago. There's more? Yes. A little bit more. There's a small staircase that has a apathy field on it that you have to get through. There's a ring you have to grab on there. And there's two doors made of mithril. And you got to use the right key on the door. Otherwise, a lot of bad stuff happens. Where is that long list of everything that oh, happens? Wow. It's, it's a laundry list. It's, it's, one of those, it's one of those things where it's one of those things where Gary's like, here's every spell that will interact with the things. Like, Gary, I don't think anyone would have tried like a third of um, those. Is this a bullet pointed list? I love this. So yeah, like if you attack the doors. Uh, the room starts filling with every drop of blood that was ever spilt in the tomb. Jeez. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. What? Dude, that, yes. that seriously yeah. came Amazing. out of nowhere. And you have to do cure critical wounds to heal the door, like heal the wound. And then here's every spell that, like, if you cast it on the blood, what happens to it? Cone of cold. The blood freezes for three rounds. Create water, turns the blood into water, disintegrate, destroys the blood, levitate, coagulates the blood, and it becomes an ochre jelly. Polymorph, it becomes 12 rights which attack you. I love that. Oh, so <laughs> the game's basically over. That's a, that's a total party kill right there. Purify water, turns all the blood into poison gas that puts everyone at three strength cool. for a day. Yeah, so you're the dead. Let's see. Um, raise the dead or resurrection cool. gets you a shade. It's just one of those things like, Gary, why did you go through all of those spells? He Because I wanted or Oh, don't. sorry. Fire or any other sort of other magical thing in the blood turns it into poison gas, which is absolutely fatal. And they get a negative five to their check. So you're not going to pass it. I mean, of course he went through all the spells. He wasn't going to take a chance of not See, making it. That's what I was shit. thinking. Is like, he, was, he, he went was... through and thought of like every possibility. It was like, I don't care what Greg does. It's going to mess him up. Yeah. So say you get through the dumb mithril doors. By the way, if you pick the wrong key, you, you take a lightning bolt still spell. You have to What's use the, the damage right on that lightning bolt, Ow. Zach? Lightning bolt. 10d10 uh, uh, or 10d6, uh, I mean. Yeah. Yep. Let's see. And it, you find a, a Cyrax like bedroom. Got a cool Asirak like sarcophagus. It's got some hundred coins of platinum that can be pried out. It's got a broken staff for the magi. It's got a bronze urn that's leaking gas. The whole chamber, by the way, is filled with anti-magic fields, so have fun with that too. Wow. There are two massive iron chests that aren't actually trapped. Oh, sorry, never mind. Poison needle traps. Yeah, I was gonna I say like. that doesn't sound right. That that Three giant statues in each in three of the corners. The chest contained 10,000 gems, and then what is it? 10,000 platinum. Until you get 10 miles away from oh, the tomb. Do they disappear? They go back to the tomb? No, they turn into copper and quartz. Wow. They were illusions. No, nice. they're just painted. That, that is great. <laughs> that hope is you so don't good. Hope you don't have any hirelings to help you out that you paid them with that. Sounds like you're getting stabbed. This sounds like the uh, this this sounds like the so peasant good. versus the knight fight in uh, in the COC campaign. Oh yeah, the the f full Frankus knight losing to like some random guy with some random cultist with a dagger. Hey, you know, 
You gotta remember that the ultimate way that knights actually fought each other in full armor was with knives. But guys, it's okay. If you actually mess with the bronze urn and actually like take the little stopper off it, there's actually has a gin in it and you get three wish spells. And and that never goes wrong. Well, yeah. well speaking of the wish spells, I, I left one out in the previous room, the vaulted chamber with the with the columns. There's a lovely glowing orange rock that and gives that you one free is, wish. Is the wish is it worth it? I mean I think it is, but I like the Twilight Zone. <laughs> it's specifically designed to monkey paw your wish, and then just for added benefit, it explodes a minute later, doing oh, your dead fatal. amount of damage. Yeah, so enjoy that evasion as a it rogue. Does, it does a fuck you amount of damage. Yeah, avoid, avoid, enjoy that evasion as a rogue. Well, I take oh, half damage. Okay. You're dead. Half, half you're dead. You're we'll round that up. <laughs> we'll round it up. <laughs> So you're dead. Oh, man. We're almost done, guys, with this lovely location. By the way, uh, there are almost no... You've noticed that we've discussed almost no monsters. It's designed like that. Uh, a Sirac has uh, rocks and other demons repair his uh, Tomb of Horrors. So if you happen to go ethereal or enter any other plane of existence, demons will just come for you. Oh, good. In case you thought of like something smart. Okay, so you have to exit the room that you're in. You have to move one of the statues. It needs a combined 16 strength to move, which that's not too crazy. Yeah, you're supposed bad. to be level 14 or so. Just hopefully you have enough living people left. That's what I was thinking. Is like, do we have, like, is this one person? <laughs> no, a, a team can do it. You have to enter a key in the floor and then a second key in the floor. And if you dawdle around, you get crushed to death. So again, fatal. There's no damage. You're just dead. Done. Yeah, I crushed you to death. Yeah. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Did you and imagine then, getting getting to that point and then fumbling with the key and oh, yeah. you're dead. You, you just did all this. Done. You did all this. And, uh, spe- uh, specifically, it, has been squished into jelly. Oh, okay, so yes. Zach, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say now. What if I try to use some of my wishes here? I mean, you should have used them earlier, but yeah, you have approximately. Six seconds in order to pull off that wish. <laughs> I think we can do it. I, I, I think we can do it. With zero no, it's fine. consequences. It's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. Speaking of the, tel- the, the, the chamber that teleports you outside the archway, in parentheses in the module, cruel but most entertaining for the DM. Now, Zach... So, Gary, so Gary's just like, <laughs> yeah! Is this the one that you said that I think maybe Greg went through it and teleported a hundred feet above the town or something, or am I thinking of a different game? Okay. That was something else. So after you get past the room, that's going to crush you to death, you get, you're in the treasure room. It's like the size of a closet. It's got everything you lost. If you went through the dumb teleporting mist thing, uh, let's see. It's got 10,000 gold of gems. Are, are they real? Are they real? Uh, 12. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 12 potions, a ring, uh, a staff, three miscellaneous items, a sword of defending, and two cursed swords and a spear of backbiting. That's the spear that automatically stabs you in the spine. What does the staff do? Oh, Oh. it's generic staff. What a great reward. (laughs) Oh, no, it's supposed to be like a magic staff, but it's a randomly determined one. There's like a rod, too. It's like a rod of smiting. And then there's... And then there's the Demi-Lich, which you don't technically have to fight. You can just take your uh, stuff explain. and go. Oh, a Syrac is his little skull with gems in there, and they're really expensive gems. But if you don't touch the skull, he'll just hang out. If you touch the skull, the Demi-Lich will awaken and start sucking everyone's souls no, into it, his soul just, gems. And this is all academic, Zach, and I'm just asking for a friend here. But is it possible to defeat a Syrac when he wakes up? Even in 5th edition, Demi-Liches are super hard. And we're going to go through how you can, I'm going to say hurt, not defeat as well. But say you had a lot of party members. Say you had a party size of, t- of 10. Once he sucks eight souls out, and he does consume them, so you have 24 hours to save those people. Uh, he teleports the rest of the party a random area within one to 600 miles away, and they're cursed. So you can only roll ones. And if you happen to remove curse, your charisma goes down too permanently. And you get like 
ugly scars on your so face. So get stuffed. Thanks for playing. Yeah. He's in his first action once he wakes up to automatically like eat the soul of the strongest party member. He specifically will target the strongest party member. Here's what's good on original Asirak. These are what like originally designed to fight him with. The forget spell will allow him to sink to the floor. So he won't like steal a soul that turn. Each shatter spell does 10 HP. Shatter. Yep. Power word kill pronounced from an uh, ethereal astral being will help destroy the Demulich. But you would have to go ethereal and therefore demons would get you. Any fighter using a Vorpal Sword or a Sword of Sharpness plus five is ridiculous. Let's see. The Dispel Evil spell does five damage. All five damage. Holy Word does 20. And my favorite of everything Gary has ever written, a thief slinging gems, large gems found at the crypt at a Asirak will do one damage for every 10,000 gold that gem is worth. Oh, dude, I love that wow. so much. Because who would think to do that? Ever, no one would ever, ever think life. of doing I that. I bet you a dozen donuts no one would ever, ever think of doing that. I mean, you throw a much, you throw that much money at anything, you, and you're going to defeat it. Let's be honest. Well, he's got, he's got 50 HP, so let's, we want to do mo- like dollar value. It's 10,000 for one HP, right? So what is that, 500,000? And Zach, do you specifically <laughs> have to be a thief? A thief calls it out specifically. I like that even more. <laughs> By the way, his AC is negative oh, six. That's, that's uh, yeah. So you're not going to hit him. Got it. So that's the initial discussion on the Tomb of Horrors. What does everyone feel about what, what we learned about the location? Your impression? Um, good your thing there's no sanity checks in D and D. Lots of fun traps you can use in other dungeons. I love it. It's just wacky mayhem. It, uh, it, I'm sorry. You go ahead, Brian. Sorry. Oh, you go ahead. I was just saying I love it. It makes me giggle because it's 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 wonderful because you just I feel like going through it. I feel like I understand Gary Gygax on another level. He's now. clearly vindictive, like, like holds a grudge like this guy yeah. hold, holds a grudge like, so hard. Well, you could argue that it, it, it's also just like this is Gary just getting all of his frustration out from his his party, his yeah. players. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, you're big and bad. Here you go. Fuck you. And I respect it in a way. Oh yeah, hard hard not to respect somebody who like knows his uh, knows his audience pretty well, and um, you know, just creates the antithesis. Like, there's no way you're going to get through this. It's not going to happen. No. Well, not only that, there, there are so many leaps in logic. Just like, so you got to sneak through this door that hits you to find the hidden door behind it. And then after that, in the wall to the left of that hidden door is another hidden door. And oh, a spear trap. Yeah, spears. And oh, spears. And, and, and idiot Uh-oh, gas. Spears. Idiot <laughs> gas. Don't forget idiot gas. Oh, By the way, man. it is, it is called is idiot true. gas. Yeah, the, oh, I, it's called I, I, idiot when gas I was at Zach's real? place, yeah. I, I read the rule book and it, it legit says idiot gas. That's for real. Hmm? That's amazing. Yep. That's <laughs> ah, someone was bitter. Telling you better. Woof. My favorite was my favorite was the <laughs> the the riches being fake. And then be, that's my that's my favorite one. That was such genius. So good. And we didn't even. And did we get to fr- uh, a fresco of the wizardly workroom? That's uh, that's that's in the that's entrance. That's, that's in that yeah, long yeah. hallway. So get, uh, Pat asked us to ask us some questions because he didn't join us this week. One was who hurt Garrett Gygax? I think yeah, we all answered that. It was his players. The party. So how many pit traps are, are enough? Everyone, forty-three pit traps. That's enough. Sixty-nine. I'll actually go with the previous notion of 17. Yep, I I would say 19 is. You don't expect a 17th pit trap. I don't think anyone would. No. No one would. And you always look for the very end. Make them think they're safe. I mean, 
Especially once you get to yep. 16, you're like, oh man, I can't believe we made it this far. There's not going to be another one. And then you get to a 20 foot long one or whatever, and then or 22 feet, and then two feet of it are crumbling earth. And then you're like, that's well, gotta you be know it. What? That's it. <laughs> so if you do return to Tomb of Horrors, you have to go through the whole dumb thing and find an amulet that allows you to jump through the green devil face. You go to a, a demi plane that's right outside the, the negative energy plane that has a really horrible backstory where or- Orcus was like, hey, these guys used to worship me and then they switched to worshiping the sun. So I wish that they all would go to sleep until the sun rose again. And then basically they all go to sleep and he just teleports the whole town over there to a plane that has, doesn't have a sun. So yeah, by the way, don't piss off say, Orcus. Zach, that's your boy, right? Yeah. yeah I love Orcus. Just don't piss him off. You go through this terrible, horrible town filled with like mega undead because you're right by the negative energy plane. And then you go through the final fortress, which is like harder tomb of horrors. Like oh, ha- hardcore tomb of horrors. Because the, the first one wasn't enough. Which has a. Uh, it has a Syrax dad in it who's a Baylor that. that you can let out. That's how he has all the demons repairing his stuff. Uh, there's a whole bunch of. Uh, scrolls but they're infused with time and if you touch them they they unleash all the time they've been holding and it pretty much says unless you're like an elf you die because you age you you age like you age like 900 years holy shit yeah so a dwarf can't even survive that because dwarfs like what 400 yeah it specifically calls out elves like if you're an elf you're still going to be feeling pretty shitty so uh, i think we all talked about our favorite rooms right the green devil heads, man. Love those things. Also agree with RC. Agree with RC on that. And then one final question for everyone. What loot would be worth going through this thing? Like, what I, at I the really end of the tunnel? Of I can't. Uh, yeah, I mean, even the wishes. Cool. You have to that's use the wishes thing. to get out. Like, to solve the... Yeah. yeah. To, get, to even succeed. It, it, like I can't think of anything. It's, it's just not worth it. The MacGuffin you need for your actual campaign outside of the dungeon. That you couldn't apparently wish for. <laughs> yep. Well, can't wish for that. It's too expensive. <laughs> I will say some of the items in Return to Terma Horse is pretty good. There's the Ring of Universal Movement that lets you walk on anything, including air. Uh, there's, a, there's an axe that uh, you can get, lets you command people to kneel. And it's basically a Vorpal weapon, but if anyone's kneeling, the, the, the execution is automatic. Like, you just automatically decapitate them. There's a very scary thing that has it, so it's going to be a pretty brutal fight. And there's the Ring of the Devourer. You know that big, that green devil face? You can put that uh, mask on your face. I would totally do that. It stays there, you guys right? know I it's would do that. If I got that, I would totally do it. Uh, it oh, lets yeah. you talk. It lets you cast tongues, uh, communicate with any language, so basically that. Uh, it randomly like will swear and like spit out smoke when people aren't paying attention to you, so it's super chaotic. And uh, basically, once a day, you have to consume someone, or it will eventually consume you with a like. It starts at eleven percent and gets like a growing cumulative number. Yeah, I knew there was some kind. I knew. Yeah, I was. I was Oh, it's, it's real bad. It sounded too good to be true. Yeah, it gives you some other free spells, which it does do that. Um, if you it costs a wish to remove yep. it, that's hard. See, there you go. Um, the first wish spell just removes the mask, but it also takes your whole face, including your like your nose. And it's like you get to keep your nose, it takes your mouth. So, if you ever want to consume something again, you have to magically return your mouth because it takes the whole thing, or you have to burn a second wish spell. Which, which by the way, people well, don't usually you rock did a lot have of those to get three no. in the tube. Yeah. And not use any somehow. And by the way, you have to release the gin and know he's there. Too. Of... So you would at least have to have. That's a lot of what ifs. That's a lot of what ifs. And you have to not fuck up your wish. I wish my dad was safe. Shut up. Sorry, Zach. free, free. <laughs> free. I wish my dad were free. And I was like, wait, no, 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 no. Is that what you wish from Donald Thumptop? Sure thing. Oh, he will make that wish come true. I was like, no. I handed you that piece of paper and I was like, oh shit. That was really no. 
You don't, you, I'm not the one to word the wish spells. That's not, it's not going to be. Well, perfect. here's the other thing. Like in D&D, sometimes maybe it's cool. Maybe he'll like monkey pot. Call a Cthulhu from Narlathotep. That's like guaranteed. Yeah. No, no. That was, yeah. What if I happen to wish for tentacles? Like you get more tentacles? You get all of the tentacles. Or everyone else does and you don't. You have to be tentacleless. Well, I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight and thank all our listeners for hanging out and hearing about the kooky and crazy tomb of whores. Join us next week where we talk about the Ridley Scott classic, Aliens, the RPG.